Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads, The Bands of Morning. So, uh, for those of you who might be possibly new to Splintercast, hi, welcome. Uh, my name is, as I said, Feather, but also Alex is my real name, spelled kind of weird, if you can find it. Um, and basically what this is, this is not me reading the book, uh, despite the name. This is my reactions and comments as I read this book for the very first time. So, uh, I'm guessing most of you probably have come over from the Shadows of Self um, Splintercast, or possibly even I also did Words of Radiance before this. So, uh, fun fact, at time of me recording, because of the such a quick turnaround in the publishing of Bands of Morning and Shadows of Self, uh, the Shadows of Self Splintercasts have not started posting yet. So, I have them done. I've obviously already read that book. but I didn't quite have them. They're, they're not quite posted yet. So I believe what's going on, hopefully, you know, by the time this actually airs, we'll be in the thick of it, but I believe the plan is we're going to just keep going. Uh, I think we're posting one a week, and this these will just continue going after, uh, hopefully, last week's was the very last Shadows of Self. Shadows of Self. Wow, I can't talk. <clears throat> Shadows of Self uh, reading. So, I'm just going to go ahead and start Bands of Morning. Um, for those of you who need a quick introduction to me, I've been a Cosmere fan for about six years. I'm a moderator on 17th Shard. I am... I run the Adenalsium Tumblr, which is where I basically collect all of the Brandon Sanderson stuff on Tumblr, and stick it over there, so check that out if it's fun. I write fanfic. Um, I am oh, vaguely aware of some of the Cosmere theories, but I'm not a huge major theorizer, uh, but I do know, being in the fandom for so long, you know, I know the Cosmere, I know shards and realmatic theory and all that, so you might get some of that. Um, <sighs> fave character in this series is Steris at the moment, she's perfect, I love her, and fave character of all time is Renarin, which I will say, I was talking to um, one of my friends who had an early copy of this book, who gave me a terrible spoiler that there is no Renarin point of view in this book. Like, honestly, why am I reading it? Really? No Renarin point of view? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's not even in this series. Uh, but seriously, I need, I need Stormlight 3 to have some Renarin point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I don't know how much more of an introduction I can give, and I really want to start reading, so... Um, oh, yes, so... What's going to happen is I'm going to record straight through me reading the books. Uh, the microphone's on the whole time. I talk when I come across something interesting. Uh, I try to let you guys know where I am in the book since you can't see where I am. Kind of say, hey, this, this is happening. When I get to the end, I cut out all of the silence and just push it all together so you don't have to sit between me, you know, just reading. So if you do hear breaks where it seems like, hey, she jumped like, two pages or something. Um, that's There was just reading silence in the middle and I didn't have any comments. So, yep. You guys ready for this? I don't know if I'm ready for this. I've heard it's a doozy. I hear it's gonna wreck me. I'm, re I'm ready to be wrecked. I'm, re I'm ready. Hopefully. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, anyway, let's, let's go on. The Bands of Mourning. I don't know what that refers to and that makes me a little bit nervous. What, what are the Bands of Mourning? What? What are they? I was wondering a little bit if they were like the Lord Ruler's 
bracers, maybe? Maybe? I don't know. That could that could possibly be be it. Uh okay. So first of all I'm gonna read the acknowledgments because I love reading the acknowledgments. I am the person who likes to stay for the credits in movies. It's really fun. And Brandon writes his acknowledgments kind of fun. If you've never looked at them, I suggest it because a, these people helped him make this awesome book. And B, it's kind of fun. So, the idea is to have Alamancer Jack hiring out his own work now, and we wanted to give a different voice. I love that there's stuff like that. Like, Alamancer Jack isn't writing his own stories, so we got a different person to write them. Beautiful. Beautiful. We also, we also have to find, um, there's a little running joke that Brandon always... Uh, refers to Peter by some weird I adjective um, that doesn't necessarily make sense, but he always says a different one. This book, he is the immaculate Peter Alstrom. So that's a good one, though. I agree with that. Peter is pretty immaculate. Oh, and Brandon says that Ben introduced him to the Fallout series. Hey, Brandon's a Fallout fan? Okay. All right, then. Things I'm learning. All right, and now we're through the acknowledgments. So let's do this. Um, I'm going to read three chapters per episode, just like before. Um, of course, all bets are off when we get to the Brandon Avalanche, because A, chapters tend to get shorter, and B, I don't want to leave you guys with a major cliffhanger, like, for real. Usually I just want to, like, shoot all the way through it. I ain't got time to start a new document or whatever this is recording, I guess. It's not a document. Father, so. Anyway, okay, we got our maps of Lindell. They look nice. Oh, oh, but there's a, a city of New Saran. Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look at this one for a little while. It's like up on cliffs, it looks like. That's really cool. Is this at the, where the conventicle of Saran used to be? That used to be the, the Inquisitor's headquarters, right? The conventicle of Saran? 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 I don't know. Gosh, I have a running lol joke of me pronouncing literally everything wrong in these books, so oops. And then I find out the right one and I have to like change it. It's a big, big ordeal. Anyway, now let's let's actually start the bands of morning. Prologue. Actually I might just do this as like the introduction and the prologue, so you guys might actually only get one chapter out of me today. Oh, sorry. Okay, here we go. Wax this? I'm guessing this is at 16, Wax Salim's sister was one year older than this. So we have a uh, Wax flashback, and they're in traditional terrace robes. That's interesting. I'm guessing he's in the, the, the terrace alienage, as I referred to in the last book, because I love Dragon Age, and suddenly the terracemen remind me of the Dalish elves, or the non-Dalish elves, the city elves who live in Alienages in the city, or a little thing. Asinthu. I always forget Wax's terrace name. <laughs> Telson asks, what is it with rules and with you and rules anyway? Like nothing, you're just and I'm like, on one hand it's funny because Wax becomes a cop. But on the other hand, he's like the least rules following cop in the city of Alindel, so there you go. Hey, Adashwi is here. She got she got murdered last book. I got really attached to Adashwi because I thought she was going to be this cool lady villain and then she was actually just just a victim and I was I was really sad. 
Oh, and she was gorgeous. Oh, I remember Wax said there was like something between them. Have a have a crush. I dash we also I would like it someone on I think it was I think it was Tumblr it was either on Tumblr or Twitter pointed out that Adashwi is a steel runner, so she can store and tap speed, and her name kind of sounds like I dash we and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but that's all I can think of now. Oops, I'm sorry. Huh, so Wax was a teacher's pet, apparently. We're finding out from Quashim. Okay. You know, that's kind of odd to me, because I... Wax really doesn't like the Terrace uh, village alienage um, as an adult, and it's kind of weird to me that he would be kind of like the goody two-shoes who tries to be good Terrace. I don't know. I guess I kind of imagined he was like rebellious. I like my elements here. But, meh. Hmm, okay, so Forch is also a coin shot, but we don't know what his other twin-born power is. Okay. Waxillium should have loved it here. That's a good way to phrase that. You're like, oh, that's just a great way to show character in six little words. I appreciate Ah, oh, they're sneaking out into the city, I see. Hard to get a good drink in the village. Good, great pubs two streets over, though. <gasps> huh, so, okay, it's been, it's been a little while um, since I last talked, but uh, Wax has snuck back to his grandmother's uh, window, and he didn't go out with the others, and he's overhearing the talk with the constable, an anonymous tip that he says he himself sent, a shirt that smells of smoke hanging behind his door, muddied boots that match the size of the prints left outside the burned building, Flasks of oil in the chest beneath his bed. Dozens of clues pointing to Forch as the one who burned the dining lodge to the ground earlier in the month. Hmm. So, Wax tried to call the cops, and Grandmother is not having it. Huh. Ah, and he's busted. She called him in. Okay. <laughs> he felt an immediate spike of alarm, followed by shame. You done got got, son. Huh. You say a lot of things, Grandmother. I believe when I see proof, Wax says. And she says, I thought you were determined to fit in here. <clears throat> so it's... God, that's going to be a really hard place for Wax to be, because his peers see him as the goody two-shoes who won't do anything to step out of line, but his grandmother sees him as a troublemaker who's not, you know, who, who's not falling in line, who's telling the constables about things. Oh, oh, they they spoke to Forge, and he's penitent. Crime of a misguided youth who spends too much time alone. And I've asked some of the others to befriend him. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that's, that's going to be a good way to uh, alleviate this arsonist habit. But, yeah, Wax wants to find out what's right and do it. Why is it so hard? Child, two worlds. Two worlds, he thought immediately, but no fun. Yeah, he's trying really hard to be Terrace, but then the other kids don't like <clears throat> Poor kid. I wonder he didn't like it here. He tried really hard to fit in. Nobody liked him. That kind of sucks. Let the rules become your guide, Grandmother says, and then you will find peace. 
Okay, and now we've had a little page break, so let's see where we are. Okay, the final parts of the evening recitation. And wax is coming in. Meditating. Metal is your life. Metal is your soul. Are they talking to Harmon? Oh, he, so he's asking if there was ever a violent crime in the village, and Telling Dwar is saying that was long ago. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One person was killed, a woman by her husband's hand, both terrorists. And he used a gun. Interesting. Men are the same everywhere. I don't know, he's starting to question... That, that makes him question what's the purpose then of everything they taught in here. But, I don't know, Wax, uh, the terrorists seem to be a more peaceful group than... I mean, obviously, I don't think not having 100% success is reason enough that, oh, well, it's all garbage then. You know, like, that's, that's a little too black and white. Hmm. Outside, the sky rumbled like an empty stomach. I like that. Huh. So, what awaited him outside? White tablecloths posturing people with nasal accents and politics. What awaited him here? Quiet rooms, meditation, and boredom. A life he detested, or a life of mind-numbing repetition. No wonder you went to the roughs, Wax. This is this definitely makes Wax's character make a lot more sense. You can you can see what prodded him to go. Hmm. And Forge is slipping through the trees in the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let the rules become your guide. You're not you're not gonna follow the rules, Wax. Come on, let's just go. Let's let's do this. I'm curious. You're curious. Let's go. Out the window with you. Yep, and he's out. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna burn something. I think the constable is right that arson is usually covering up a different crime. So let's let's find out what's going on here. Oh, and he just got attacked. Something heavy smashed across his back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Wax. Oh, and they're both coin shots. I knew that. Um, yikes. Okay. Okay. Old tables stacked atop one another, surrounded an open space at the center, like an audience and a stage. Okay, and there's little boy, tied up. Um, um... What's going on? Oh my goodness, Forge, what are you doing? Okay. Okay. Yikes. So he's, he's like a serial killer. Oh, alright, yeah. Okay, grandmother. You need to maybe listen to Wax when he calls the cops. Yikes. Ah, uh, he's got to see what's inside. Goodness. Is this like, is he bloody tan or something? Yikes. I guess not. Wax would have mentioned if he knew Bloody Tan before, but this seems... Wax, how do you run into serial killers all the time? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Forge is a coin shot, Wax. How did you forget this? You're a coin shot. You're, you're dumb. You deserve to have those nails pointed, pointed at you. You gotta be smart, dude. Do or die. Let's get out of here. We gotta get this dude. Oh, no. He doesn't have his bracers or any steel. Oh, okay, he does have steel. He just hadn't taken it yet. Thank goodness. Oh no, Forge, Forge pushed it away. Gosh. Yeah, you do, you do need that metal. Oh, yikes. And it's one of his bones broken, and he only got a little bit of the metal in his mouth. Yeesh. 
Oh, okay, so he's tapping. It says he looks bulkier than he should have, so he must be a brute. Oh. All right, then. All right, then. That's not good. Hm. It says, Waxillium fell with the rain. We've definitely heard that phrasing before. I believe Vin once fell with the rain. Um, I think Wax might have fallen with the rain, too. Maybe it, no, 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 it was Kaladin. Kaladin also fell with the rain. Brandon likes it when people fall with the rain. It's very poignant. Ah, the bullet. The bullet saved him. That's what he pushed on when he was falling with the rain. I see. Oof. Wax, do you actually have a plan as you're going back in here and throwing this bullet at him? Or are you just... Okay. No, no, he didn't. He didn't have a plan. He was. He was just going. Okay. Oh, all right. The bullet. Three parts metal. The tip. The casing. The knob at the back. The spot that the hammer would hit. Huh. <laughs> he just fired the bullet with alamancy. Nice. Dang. That's that's cool. That's that's cool. Oh, and the little boy's hugging him. That's so sweet. Oh, he registered their horror and knew in that moment they would hate him because he brought violence into their village. He didn't bring violence into their village, though. He... that was... forged at it. He just stopped the violence. I mean, he used a little bit more violence to do it, but... come on. I will find my own way. Oh, and we have a 28 years later still within the prologue. Okay, let's go. We're in a hideout. Okay. And the man had, who had kicked it open outlined his silhouette with a mist cloak. Castle's flaring combat shotgun. Who is this? Is this... Maybe... Maybe this is Wax. Are we in someone else's point of view? Migs, maybe? Yeah, the bullets are... Are parting. I'm gonna guess that's that's wax. All but the lawman, black in the gloom, who didn't so much as flinch. Nice. Stop firing your guns if it's not working. Like you're just wasting bullets for real. <laughs> Hi, it's it's Wayne. Uh, sneaking in as one of the lads. Ready for you, Captain. The lawman shouted. Ah. Wax, are you actually working with the cops? Are you being nice to the cops and helping them out? Oh, they might actually like you now. That's cute. <laughs> and Wayne is stealing things. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Wax has to get to a wedding. What? Mine, I'm afraid. You came to a raid on the morning of your own wedding? Wax, I'm appalled, actually. Like, I'm actually a little bit mad at you. Because... Steris is perfect, and you need to love and respect her with every fiber of your being, and, like, you should be taking today to marvel at the fact that you get to marry such wonderful and perfect creature as Steris Harms. Alright? Alright? Okay? Sorry. I'm just gonna- I'm gonna shut up. But, Steris is perfect, okay? <sighs> okay, so that's the end of the prologue, and I think I am actually going to be mean and cut you off here for the end of the episode. So we can go into part one, fresh, on a new episode. So, this is the beginning of Bands of Mourning. I'm really excited about the wedding, though. I I need more Steris harms in my life. 
I really do. And I'm pretty sure something's gonna go like crazy wrong at this wedding because it's Brandon Sanderson book and like we can't have anything happy when you open this book. You signed up for suffering, so but I just want stars to be happy. I just I do. Either or I I want her to be happy and or awesome. Both of those things are acceptable things for Starrett's to be. So, yep. Uh, I did not, I actually have the whole book right now. I did not read the preview chapters as they were being released. So, I'm totally going into it fresh. I was good, okay? I, I held off. I was strong, strong-willed. Anyway, so, I will see you guys on the other side as we go into part one. This is Feather, signing off.